0: full energy If I'm red padded Cause they're my enemies i like Rate and review Your whole time's a lady I'm against you We got them with a trophy We're the overdue
1: And we do the double making deja vu It's a move, London thing Girl, balance, only on the wing
0: Harry's One of her own I He's only got but this is in the king And we got Delhi Ellie left talking With the shell side with the shell side with the shell side's
1: what we see With the shell side with the shell side No it's a doof on like the p Yo, 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 it's the Shelfside Podcast back again. I'm going to say weekly because we did record last week, although it may not be seven days, I'm still saying weekly because we're going to get back to weekly because the season is fast approaching. Cobb, now what's happening with your
0: retro umbro t-shirt going on? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, throwback vibes, throwback vibes, Got, uh, got six aside later, so you know. Go, 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 turn up appropriately. But um, yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm not
1: so bad, not so bad. Busy day, as always, but rearing to go. Rearing for. No, well, actually, I'm not rearing to go. That's a lie. Who knows what's going to happen with us this season? But we've got to talk about it. We've got to do what we do best. But before we get into that, we need to shout a few new cities around the world. Although I've just lost them. So that's not going to work, is it? Um, no. Nah. No, I'm good. I'm good. Um, just came back from a little trip away. Uh, that was nice. Lovely. Uh, in countryside. It's a different world. It's good to get away. A little staycation. So, hasn't happened in a while. So, I would say I'm refreshed, but I still had the kids, so not so refreshed.
0: Yeah. You know, part and parcel, can't switch off being a parent, in it? It never stops.
1: One day I'll do. I wish I can, but um, if I've got my 23, almost 23-year-old, 23 and she still needs me to be her parent, and mate, maybe never. That is true. That is true. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But right, I've got the new cities. So admin error fixed. Let's shout them, and let's, let's do what we normally do, um, I'm not going to ask Cobner if he knows where they are because he's failed miserably over the week. So let's just shout the guys that have been joining us on a regular basis from overseas. So shout out to the guys in South Morang in Australia. Shout out to you guys. Thanks for joining. Um, this one I'm going to butcher, I'm sure. It's Yekaterinburg. Actually, that's probably not too bad. Yekaterinburg in Russia. Thanks for joining, guys. We welcome you and Boca Raton. Thank you, guys. And I immediately thought that was um, Argentina because obviously Boca, but it's not, it's Florida in the States. Um, we got a lot of guys listening from Florida, so thank you all. Um, Nevere in Florida as well, a new city. So, shout out to you guys um, and shout out to everybody that joins us each week, week on week. Out um, and always see you, Ada, Michigan. I always say I'm going to shout at you, so shout at you um, as well. And I saw the statement listening to us earlier. Um, the statement have their own page, and you can see who's listening to you if they have their own page. And shout out to statement, shout out to Dags. I know he's a Spurs fan, and all you guys. So new cities done. Let's get into it. We've got a lot to discuss, quabna Um, I know you didn't know those cities, but that's all good. I didn't want to put your 12% knowledge of the world on display yet again. I mean, it's fair enough. It happens. It happens. (laughs) Um, So man, the man at the moment, Harry, I don't know his middle name, Kane, um, has come out and made a statement about his absence. And he said that his absence was planned, was known by all parties, and he was always due back on the Saturday. And even though he has to now isolate and train alone, um, that was the plan all along because he had a year's worth of football with no break, even though he did have a break in the middle because he was injured, but that's what he said. And apparently he was on um, Joe Lewis's yacht, whilst he was on vacation. So, if he's on Joe Lewis's yacht, then that's Enoch, that's the owner of the club, then the club should have known about him. Do we believe him, first and foremost?
0: I... You know, do we believe him? You know, I think it's like... You want to believe him. See, I can see. It's not even. It's not not even. It's not even even about wanting to believe him. It's just this idea that we know better than everyone else. Like this idea that we we understand how it works and we know the inner details of football. Like we don't have any actual real knowledge, right? So he's come out here and he's saying that you know they knew, etc. But when you break it down. When you break it down, does he really have reason to lie? Yes, because it's it's not a good look. Second of all, would people be um would people be really like would they be kicking up a fuss if he wasn't actually supposed to be there? Would this really be a story? Do you see what I mean? Like if it was widely agreed, someone would have come and squashed it like real quick, oh no, he 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 had special dispensation, he was supposed to be here on Saturday anyway. They would have done that, but they didn't do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's the key for me, right? Whether whether he's right or wrong, the question remains, why didn't this get quashed? Because, and you could argue that, well, Spurs don't deal with speculation, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But this is your talisman. This is your man who's made comments on TV about wanting new challenges, etc. You've got the talk coming from Pep himself about he would love to have Harry Kane. But if Tottenham don't want to do business, then that's what can he do. So there are strong rumours. There's a lot of noise. Sky Sports want Harry Kane to be sold for Sky Sports purposes. Clearly, because they always talk about it and always spread the rumours, whether true or not. But when these rumours are going around and there's strong rumours, and other players are returning, what does it take to say that Harry Kane is due back on X date, right? That Spurs could make that statement. Um, I guess you've got Nuno could have made the statement in his presses. You've got Kane himself as he uses a tool of Instagram to make the statement. And his brother and agent, Charlie, could have made the statement. No one did. So it makes you wonder, is he telling the truth? And I'm not so sure he is. I think his character took a hit. He's England captain and he didn't want that label on him or his reputation to be tarnished and i think it was ill-advised and i
0: think he's lying and so. you know that's where my mind went initially um and then i was like um what i don't believe him i didn't want to like completely viral purely because i don't know for sure it. Really. so if i had to if i had to bet money i bet that he's lying that's what i would bet right i think the club have an agenda I think he has an agenda he's obviously pushing for a move etc so yeah and I a lot of fans are coming out saying, "Oh, see, you know, you guys just jumped on Harry Kane too early." It's like, you're actually, you're like you're actually mugs. You're mugs. <laughs> like, if if Harry Kane, this is really was the case. Like, like you're saying, he could have put it out a lot earlier. He responded to this like three or four days after his window of goodwill had closed. Like, he could have said that and he didn't. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I think he's probably lying. And at the end of the day, Harry Kane's not my version. Like. When he favour Tottenham and he's banging in goals, he's our striker. If he decides to leave and he goes and we, and we decide to sell him, after that I'm done with him, to be honest with you, I don't really care like what happens, like to his career, like, you know, he's gonna go and be he knows he wants to be Premier League, he wants to play Premier League accolades, so he wants to stay in the Premier League. If Harry Kane does well, it means that Tottenham won't do well. Because if we consider ourselves to have any kind of aspirations for titles or for silverware, Man City are going to be the kind of people that we're competing with. So if he succeeds, then it means that we're going to be failing. So I don't wish him any success whatsoever. Once he's done, once he's done at Tottenham, um, to me it's like thank you for the memories to keep it moving. Yeah, good
1: point. Good point. Marie Kane success being linked to City success being linked with our non-continued non-success um, because yeah, they're going to be some team to get past if they get Harry Kane. So. We're talking as if Kane's soon going to be out the door. Does that mean Nuno, Levy and co. have to plan without the man in mind? I mean, we're going into the season. He may not be ready for the first game of the season, ironically, against his potential future employers. Um, Son's been playing up top all pre-season. Do we plan
0: without Kane? Yeah, because the thing is, we already know what he can do, right? What's he going to do? Play up front. Like score goals, get assists, like, I mean, I may be showing my tactical naivety, but I don't think that's going to be really hard to implement if he ends up staying at the end of the window. So let's focus on what happens when, if he's not there. I, don't, I think we plan with him, with the idea of him gone, and even though, even then, it's not even about spending loads of money, like, um, beforehand and all that kind of stuff, it's like, we should plan for if we can't get any more players in, and Kane goes. That's the kind of plan we should be doing. We should be working what we've got. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, because...
1: Because the, if Harry Kane goes, we're going to get a war chest. If, yeah, if, yeah. That?
0: but then also you have to bear in mind that first of all, everyone knows you have a war chest, right? Everyone knows you have a war chest. They start moving differently and Spurs already leaves a lot of transfer things to the last minute and have have the greatest, the greatest history of failed transfers of any cup. If you think about who's who or players who signed for Tottenham, people who came to Tottenham, like... It's a it's a dumb list. It's like an all time world eleven. So we could do all that stuff, get to the end of the window and not sign anyone. So therefore we should we should go for what we've got. Listen, if we have the squad, the squad needs to be improved. But if the squad we have is coached well, there's no reason why we can't finish top five, top six, which is where I'd expect to be if we make any like smart signings. So to me that's what you should plan.
1: Not to dwell on the point, but if we should finish top five, top six without Kane, then we should finish top four, top three with Kane. And that's Champions League. That's got to be the owner's ambition. And therefore, if Kane goes, we should be doing all our best to get the likes of Martinez, who's been earmarked, and Válevich, if that's how you pronounce his name, Two strikers to replace one, slightly different strikers. One's a nine. One's more of a forward. Um, Surely we can't just accept having.
0: You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But despite you saying that, how can we accept it? How many times as Tottenham fans we have to accept nonsense because we're Tottenham fans? I know. I'll go back to Berbatov and Fraser Campbell. So to me, yeah, mad, mad. But did we die? Did the club go under? Do you get relegated? No. So what I'm trying to say is that we should be planning for life about him. If he stays, cool. If he doesn't, because the strikers that we've been sniffing around, for, like, we've been doing the same thing, right? We, we've Everyone knows who our targets are. Everyone knows it's Tottenham, so we're different about it. Everyone knows that we, we're going to, take in, going to be taken right to a while. We've been here a million times before. Same thing's going to happen again. Exact same thing's going to happen again. It's frustrating, but that's where we are. So for me, if we can focus on the tactics, getting the way the rest of the team play together, how that works, we can spring a surprise this season. Having a system is really important right now, and I'd rather focus on having a system than trying to work out whether we whether we keep Kane or what happens there. Like, just not interested.
1: And I make you right. We definitely need the system. We hopped on about that last season quite a bit when we were under Jose. So. You're 100% right there. I just wonder if... I guess Son is flexible and adaptable. He can play from the left. He can play up top. And it doesn't seem to impact him. Relationship with Regulon on that side should be okay. I guess getting more reps with the likes of Bergwijn can only help Bergwijn whether Kane plays or not. And he ultimately loses out if he is the one to lose out. So you're right there. Uh, Somebody else who potentially could be on the move if you believe the rumours, is a favourite, and I know he listens, of the Shelfside podcast, is Tongi Dombele. Now, it almost pains me to ask this question, but Kwabna, is it time to give up on Tongi?
0: I'm a very competitive person when it comes to sports. My wife will say when it comes to anything, but I'll say when it comes to sports and so i never give up i think if you have a player of his talent you just carry on going until you look people know that he's unhappy people know that it's not really going as smoothly as he wants to be if anyone wants to bid for him they can do that and if they bid for him sure let's talk about it let's see if the options right if the money's right cool but until then you do everything you can to get the best out of him that's that's just as simple as it has to be you can't have a player of that quality in your books inside that, oh, it's just long. Like, I've said this a million times, like, whether people like it or not, as a manager, it's your job to get the most out of your players. If he's there and he's upset, if he's um, disillusioned, if he's frustrated, I don't care what it is, find a way to get through to him. Because look, after Mourinho embarrassed him, having him training in lockdown, basically on numerous occasions mentioned how he was unfit and how he was below part, all that kind of stuff. He ended up turning things around and putting in some great performances under Mourinho. Nuno is not even hard to dickhead Mourinho is. So, they should find a way to make it work. <laughs> is that a compliment to Nuno or a diss to um, Joseph? <laughs> I'm not going to clarify one way or the other.
1: Uh, you'd be surprised by my answer, but I think it's time to get rid of Tongi Dombele. And I say that with a heavy, heavy heart. And maybe all the paper talk and all the rumours are getting to me. But this, I give you the reasons why. Tongi has not managed to get himself into a game during pre-season. And the season is now three days away. Or even two days away. um, For the start of it, for Spurs, it's four days away. Tongi's not going to play the first game. Tongi's probably not going to be on the bench for the first game. He didn't go to the Euros. He had a whole summer to get himself in a position to play. And and when I say in a position, I'm not saying he's unfit because we don't know if he's fit or not. The rumour is that he's fallen out with Nuno. But what I'm saying to you is you have all of this talent. You have now been in London and the UK for two whole years right? You've had your ups, you've had your downs, you have a six-year contract, well, a five-year contract and Spurs have the option of a six-year. You are now entering halfway through your contract. You are 24, 25 soon. You are mature enough. You've been in the country enough. You're established enough. You actually started a family here now. You should be ready in mind, ready in soul, ready in body to take on the challenge of a Premier League season under a new manager. Be ready. You've had three managers who you've fallen out with, who haven't played you, who have played you. You should know what it takes to be ready. You should be ready to be ready. You should be ready to go and show Nuno what you can do why you are the best player at the club and why you are ready to dominate. Look, everything For whatever reason... Yeah. Sorry, and for whatever reason, and not at the birth of his child, because he's not breastfeeding, and I'm not belittling any dads during paternity leave, but he should be ready. And he isn't ready. And I'm just going to add one other point to that. His value will only go down after this season right? His transfer value will go down after the season and we all know there's a player there but does he want to be that player? That's the question.
0: So, so what do you propose? you propose we sell him?
1: I propose we sell him now. Sell him while the stock is high and I'm saying it with a smile on my face because I don't really believe it but the facts, my heart's telling me no but my head is telling me can we get the best out of him? Four managers so far haven't got the best out of him. Nuno won't even play him. Nuno won't even put him on the bench. A new, brand new manager who everybody starts the season with a clean slate, and he can't if, even get on the bench in
0: pre season. The argument here suggests, right, that there are four different types of managers that come coming, right? I don't give, I don't, I don't count Ryan Mason. I don't. Sorry, don't I count. Hear you. Him. I hear you, I hear you, don't count. But, <laughs> but um, he's
1: in, he was in charge and he didn't play him.
0: Yeah, 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 but the, he just. And he was auditioning, he was a kid, man the kid trying to make a statement i don't i don't i don't take that any kind of weight there pochettino was to wanted him to be fit right he wasn't fit and when he was fit he played under pochettino and we saw glimpses but his fitness is what let him down the pochettino but you know we all know that when a player comes he wants you to be he wants you to be at a certain fitness level before he even lets you play right you know might might be the same way I mean, we've heard rumours, but we've, he's, he's been, there's been talk about how preseason has been very fitness intensive for them. Not as much focus on tactics, more about making sure that you're fit and uh, you understand maybe some some patterns of play to a certain extent, but mostly it's about getting your fitness and he, he's not at that point. The suggestion of getting rid of him implies that we should recoup our money because we don't believe there's a manager that we can get who will get the most out of him. What I'm trying to say is that by saying that, surely you've got to believe that no other manager can get, a back, can get anything out of him either. Because if nobody goes somewhere else and a manager takes time to connect with him, understand him, whatever it might be, whatever it takes, they will have on their hands a top five player in the world. What I'm saying is, maybe if we do at the end of the season, we can tell him or whatever. But right now, my thing is that you as a manager, part of your job, Part of your brief, right, is to make sure you get the most out of your team using all the parts you have available to you. Currently, Nombele falls into that category. If you ask the players around him if they want to play with him, I'm pretty sure they say yes because good footballers want to play with good footballers. It's that simple. It's that simple. So if your team want to play with him and you know he's talented, whatever he's whatever he's dicking about, whatever he's getting upset about, where it is, Like, you sit him down, you find out what that is, and you work on it. You bring in psychiatrists if you need to. You bring in psychologists if you need to. You bring in um, personal chefs. Like, whoever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If the talent is there, and and we believe that it can be unlocked and realized, then we should exhaust every possible facet and every possible resource at the fingertips of the club to make sure it happens. If that's all been done, and it doesn't work, that's a different story. But until then, what I've seen is, ah, oh, yeah, Nobele, people don't fancy him, let's get rid of him. To me, Tottenham has spent way more time on some players who weren't good enough. Lamella. Weren't good enough, but they showed the right mentality, right? If mentality is the only thing that's that's um, that's stopping Nobele from being the top five player in the world, wouldn't you want to exhaust every opportunity to, to make sure he gets there? I just don't think we've we maximised everything. I don't think we have. I don't know the inner I don't know the things that the the inner workings of the club. It just doesn't feel that way. Because Ryan Mason, what, what could you really have unearthed in the in the six weeks he in charge? Nothing. When when Mourinho was given a long piece of time, a long period of time to get through to him, he did. He did. Are you telling me that Mourinho's methods of communication are that far superior to Nuno's that he can't that Nuno can't find a way to get through to him? Because until until up until Pochettino left, he was play, until up until um, um left, he started playing regularly. Then he went back down again. When Mourinho came in, and initially he wasn't playing, eventually he had a good run of games and played regularly. So it can be done. Is Nino really turning up at the club now and saying that I can't work with nobody? That's what he. He might be mercurial. He might be mercurial. He might be difficult. But Lord, he's worth it. He's worth it. We've all seen players who have been difficult at times, but we've watched Cantona kick someone in the stands. <coughs> but he was a genius, so they made it work. There's a way to make it work, man. We're not dealing with Ravel Morrison here, man. That's not what's going on. He, who scored the
1: thunderbolt the other night? He did indeed. in fact. Um, but Cantona was a genius before he
0: did the fly kick. Yeah, he was, but he'd also been banned from the from the French league before, the French national team before that. Yeah, he, he was.
1: I mean, okay. At the end of this season, I'm going to ask you the question again. Should we sell Don Dombele? And if I ask you the question again, that means he's had a poor season. So be prepared to defend your argument.
0: That's fine, man. In 10 months' time. And did you know what? What, what, what you should know about me is that I've got no problem being wrong. I think the fact that I'm really wrong... Makes people think that I've got a problem being wrong. No, got no problem being wrong. Well, it means i something.
1: Double down.
0: No, 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 no. Serious. If it gets, to, if it gets to the end of the season and he's had a shocker and he's not shown anything about his mentality, his body language, his want and need, desire to play for the badge, then he can go. But for me, I think that look, people are talking about Harry Kane and they were talking about, oh yeah, look what he's given to the club. No, think about what the club has also given to him. It's a symbiotic relationship. If he doesn't play well. Tottenham did give him the opportunity. But Tottenham didn't think he could play well. They wouldn't give him the opportunity to the club. And they've grown together. They've had success together. They've had failures together. There's nothing. There's no two ways about it. Right now, everyone's like, it's Dombello's fault. He's, he's not up to it. He doesn't fancy it. He's not on it. Blah, blah. What do you know about what the club's doing? This manager's been here two minutes. You're supposed to arrive and were just supposed to march to beat him a drum. Some players need work. Some players need a certain level of attention and focus. And if you're giving them that, if giving them that is going to make them a top five player in the world, is it not worth doing? That's all I'm saying. If it at the end of the season is trash, then he's trash. Get rid of it. But we all know he's not trash. Stevie Wonder can see this guy's a talented footballer. If the mentality you think that's missing, then work on it and make it happen. That's your job. That's your job as a manager. <laughs> it could be
1: systems, though. If you see that Nuno is playing to holding
0: midfielders um the four-three-three. he's played the 4 3 that we've seen right the 4 3 that we've seen and the one that we the system that we saw Dele flourishing and we'll move on to him next he played in a box-to-box role who's going to move the ball from one end of the box to the other end of the box faster than Ndombele the Celso okay let's let's talk about Dele Ali because you're, you're you're moving like a drunkard. <laughs> you're moving like a drunkard. But yeah. Delhi box to
1: box redemption. What do you? What do you? You mentioned Dembele, You mentioned Delhi. You, you, you kind of bigged him up there. You kind of spoke about this four-three free role and his position and what Nuno wants from him and what Spurs need from him. From what you've seen in preseason, what do you think he has shown and? Has he lived up to the promise? And do you think that is his role?
0: And I think there's an opportunity. I think there's an opportunity for him to make that role his own. He's paid. The problem with him is that he's played a bunch of different roles since he's been at Tottenham. But there have been a few occasions where he's played that centre mid role and he's done it really well. I remember when we beat Liverpool four one at Wembley. He was amazing in that role, and yeah, it was a one off and. We also have to look at the fact that he hasn't been given the opportunity to play that role very often. When he was at MK Don's, that's the role he played. And I remember when we signed him, I thought to myself, we signed the next Steven Gerrard. Someone who makes as much impact going back with him as he does going forward. But I also felt like that when we signed John Bostock. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm glad you admit this, John Bostock. I told you, I've got no problem when I'm wrong. That I can admit it, mate. No problem. But ultimately, there's an opportunity within the system for him to work that way. And it seems like he's starting to take that opportunity with both hands. And if he does, there's a real redemption for him there. And I'm happy to see it, man. I I think, just like that I feel like there's a player there. A lot of people before preseason were saying that, you know, it's time for Dele to move on. It's time it's, it's done for him. He can't really reach the heights. I just don't think that the talent just disappears. It doesn't just evaporate so i think as as i said before as a manager it's your time as a coach to understand what the talents you have at your disposal and maximize them he's found seems to find a system that's worked for him look he can carry the ball we've all seen it he can make short quick passes we've seen that um he's got the ability to try something different he can tackle uh, he can progress the ball. There's no reason why his talents can't be used to great effect in that position. So I say we ride that wave until the wheels fall off because we've spoken about defence about centre midfield being a-, a hole, and maybe this is a solution. And I'm happy to experiment with it. I'm not being
1: convinced by Delhi in pre-season in that role. Okay, if I'm honest, I've seen Delhi moments. Uh, Scored a couple of goals, could have scored against Arsenal a couple of times. He's been dropping back. But the guy I want to see is in that midfield, and whether it's Dombele, whether it's Le Celso, whether it's Deli Alli, I want them to be ball-hungry. I want them to be dominant. I want them to dictate. I want them to be virtually everywhere. Every single where where we have the ball, they need to be on it. They need to operate like a 10 with an engine, box to box, and be totally dominant, and move the ball quickly, and move the ball swiftly, and be decisive, dictate the range, dictate the side of play, dictate the tempo. That is what I want from that player. It may be asking a bit much, but when you've got a base provided for you by the likes of Skip, who is playing very well, might I add, and Hoibier, and we know what he can do, whether it be in a DM role, a bit more advanced DM role, stroke six, stroke eight. That player who plays alongside them makes a three when we're defending. but a 10 when we're attacking. So this is why they need to be all over the shop, be that continuity from midfield to attack and just be ball hungry and ball dominant. And I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it enough from Delhi. He still likes to flick or trick or two. In the centre of the park, which is going to get us in trouble, um, and he hasn't dictated any games yet. So that's why I'm a bit unsure. I want him to do well in this role. We touched on it a f- last season when we said when we knew we were moving to a hybrid four-three-three role, and Delhi would lose his ten role. Can he do it? And we highlighted that game, that four-one Liverpool game at Wembley, and the goal he scored. Um, but I just haven't seen it yet and we've played not so great opposition bar Chelsea so I don't know I don't know if Dombele fits that role better than Delhi does I think he does Um, but we need to utilise Delhi, and if he can play there then great but I think he needs to do more
0: I mean he hasn't He's looked good at times in that role. It's not like he's been a world beater, right? I'm not going to say that he's, like, changed the world and now he's, like, it's, it's nailed on and it's his. I'm not going to say that, but I think he's shown enough. And maybe it's because I was previously a believer anyway. I think he's shown enough to say that this actually could be something that he can do and do well. So, I think also you have to look at it as so Are you prepared to buy someone else to play in that role? Like, do, you think, do you think there's currently a, a gap to the point where we need to get someone to replace him in, 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 in performing that function? To replace Delhi or to repl- or for that role for that role?
1: Well, I think you've got Don Bele and I think you've got the Selsa and I think you've got Delhi, one for um, three players for one role in a Nuno system. That's what I think you've got. So do we need to buy no? What I think we need to do is find the best person for that position and that role. And it would be good if we could find, at least for two of those three players, a position in the team, a functioning Nuno team. Um, because there's a lot of talent there. Okay. But whether it's Delhi's role, I don't know. But I think we've got the answer, we just need to find it. And you could be right. This could be the, what you're saying about Nuno and finding the answer from Dombele. Or it yeah. could be Delhi. Or it could be La Celso. Or it could be somebody we haven't seen. But I think it's going to be one of those three. I think Nile John is maybe the other one, but he's not quite ready yet. But uh, a prospect. We'll see. Speaking of prospects, uh, Tanganga. Tanganga has what, played a few games. What's going on
0: there?
1: So that rumor about Galatasaray loan, I don't know if it's factual. It looked like but it was I done. It, was it looked like it was done.
0: Done.
1: And then. Yeah, but next then, he's Was in, that
0: just Photoshop? Well, next minute he's in. Um, he's in. He's in all the pre in the preseason matches. Doesn't seem to be going anywhere. It's like really confusing. Okay, so obviously we
1: were signing Romero. We've signed him now through the door. We're in the shirt. Woo woo. Uh, Tomiasso is still rumoured, but that's all gone quiet. He's obviously finished. The Olympics are over.
0: Currently um, on currently quiet. on Arsenal's um, radar. Raider,
1: yeah. So very quick, very powerful, um, versatile. And the rumour was we're signing him as a right-back. And the rumour also is that Orier wants out. So that would just leave just um, Doherty. So if we were signing Tomiyasu, then maybe there's no place for Tanganga because, as I've said, Dyer is not going anywhere. And Dyer is probably going to be and remain third or fourth choice centre-back, if not second. So we need to understand that and get any other notion with regards to Dyer out of our minds. Right. So there with that said, Lero <laughs> and everybody else. But it, it is what it is. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just telling you what it is. Because I've not seen anything else that suggests anything other than Dyer remains at the club. Now, that said, you have on. You have Romero. You have Dier. It doesn't look like he's playing a three. It looks like he's going to play a four. You've still got Sanchez at the club. Okay. Then you've got Tanganga. That's five, cent, fifth choice centre-backs. And you've got Ben Davis, who we haven't seen at centre-back under um, Nuno. So it could be that, because we couldn't shift... He's moved down the pick and all. He hasn't jumped up. And alone to Galatasaray would have been a good option.
0: Yeah, but the Tomi Asu, Asu role that they wanted to take, yeah. like, so a, a right back who can also play a centre back and his defensive cover. minded is in a couple. Like, why would you swap someone who's been at the club and understands how Premier League works for someone who doesn't? Like, it doesn't make sense.
1: You say that, though. You say that. Tanganga probably has less than 25 games at the top level, like starts, whereas Tomiyasu has more than that and has international experience. So, yes, hasn't played in the Premier League, but seems very powerful, very strong and adaptable. So, I mean, players always look better than your homegrown players when your homegrown players are fringe players because you always feel like you're going to get more if you buy somebody. But, I think Tomi will be a player. But I think with Tanganga, he's slightly short for a centre-back. I know Romero's only six foot. But he's a slightly short for a centre-back. And in the mine series against Chelsea, I think the Ziyech goal, the first one, mm. he did something that I didn't really like and worried me a little bit. Is when Dyer has to drop off to go with the runner. I think it was Werner. Points to him to go to Ziyech. And we, he did the typical Spurs thing, which was not close down your man. And Ziyech on his favoured left foot just finds the corner. Now, Tanganga's got to sense that danger and close that gap and put something on that ball, whether it be a block or what have you. And he has done that before, but he didn't do that in this instance. I know he's still returning from injury, but I'm just thinking, is he a centre-back or is he a right-back? Because I personally think he will get more minutes at right-back this season than he will centre-back. And if we don't get Tomiyasu, maybe this has been the turnaround in Tanganga and... Hold on a minute. Like you just said, we've got that right back that can play at centre, that can cover a centre back, and he's homegrown and knows the league. Maybe an experience, but he's here. He's there already. Let's stick with
0: what we've got, and I think that's what's happened. We're sticking see, with what we've got. I think we just. Need, I think it makes sense, man. It just makes sense, and I don't see why. It's like that whole. It's like we were saying earlier. Just that whole shiny and new thing. It's like. Why? To perform a uh, to perform a, a function that we know that he can that we know that that Tanganga can perform. It has also done it to a good level. So I don't know. I, I don't think the Tamiyasu thing is worth pursuing at all. Well, give
1: Tanganga the games. I mean, he was immense against the enemy from down the road in the Mind series, which I think we finished joint top of. I don't know if gold different comes into it. Don't know if it's a thing. I don't know if it, there is even a table, but we won one, won, drew one, so undefeated in pre-season. And Tanganga played a role there, so maybe, maybe he gets a run, and maybe he plays centre back um, with Roden in the Conference League as yeah. standard. Yeah, so he can build on that confidence and that understanding of playing in the two in the Premier in the top level, although it's Conference League. Guess we'll see, man. Yeah, and. <laughs> Speaking of centre-backs, we had the return of Davison Sanchez. I not going to say that's the first time we've seen him in pre-season, but yeah, it is the first time we've seen him in pre-season because he had an extended break because Colombia got to the semi-finals of the Copa America. So like Hojbjerg, like... I was going to say Kane, but Kane's a different kettle of fish. Um, like Hojbjerg, like Lo Celso, um Sanchez had an extended break and returned against the enemy, thrown in and... Well, we won one nil. we kept a clean sheet, and he looked good. And he looked good for Colombia as well. So he did look good for Colombia as well. Is this a new, mature Sanchez who we can rely on and not... Relax. Somebody who would just get into fights with people and forget the balls bouncing over his head? Is this the Sanchez that we paid $42.5 million for and expected great things? Yeah, if you can calm done
0: Everybody, calm the fudge down. Um, look, there's been some more short performances, and it's frustrating because um, Romero's um, injured, and yeah, what's that all about? Typical Spurs, that. Eh? Yeah, I just don't even know how he's like. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I, I guess it's encouraging for him to have shown a certain level of accomplishments without him, but it, there's the idea that when he plays with a commanding center back vocal but actually good there's the real difference there and Not maybe that, and, nah, and that's the difference yo yeah, Mina you're saying we need Mina uh, I, I what we need is someone who's going to be decent and then shout at him so if Romero does just that then I'll take it but well, I think we'll see a much improved Sanchez but Romero is it's a lot of pressure considering how young he is man Oh, he's twenty-three, right? Yeah, but Diaz was twenty-three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. He's younger than he's younger than like a lot of key members of our squad. Significantly younger. He, He is younger,
1: but again, Diaz was younger than De Bruyne, younger than Sterling, younger than Stones, younger than Edison, younger than Walker, but made a massive contribution. And lead, showed leadership, put his body on the line, read the game well, and was the game changer that we need Romero to be. I
0: agree with that. I agree with that. I don't. am th- not saying it's not possible. I'm just thinking it's. It's just quite interesting to to rebuild all of that under young. But look, footballers are getting younger, man. And if you're older, if you're good enough, you're old enough. It's that simple. So yeah, but if you can do that for, if you can do that for, for Sanchez. I'll take it all day because he's too young and he's too... We put too much money on him and even athletically, there's too much there for him to just be like, write him off as, the, as a dead centre-back. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
1: I agree. We've, we've spoken about Sanchez. We need to... A bit like Bella. we need to get the value that we believe is in that player out and get them performing at the level that they should be performing at and if we do for both players we've got a player I mean Nuno needs to get onto his FIFA mates and say give me the unlock code because he needs a few unlock codes right yeah because right now <laughs> yeah. I mean, and the dire unlock code that may be the hardest one to get but get the Dombele one for sure get the deli one for sure get the Sanchez one for sure and I think it'll be alright be honest with you I think it would be alright <laughs> I hope you're right bro <laughs> I hope you're right that said mate we're going into the season um, on Sunday against the champions um, Kane's new sorry new did I say out loud Jack Grealish's new employers um <laughs> And we're going to come onto the pep debate now because I've done about buying a £100 million plan and then still wanting a £150 million plan in order to win the Champions League and retain your title. It seems a bit much. But anyway, let's speak about Spurs. Oh, can I just say Messi's gone PSG?
0: Mad thing. Um, <laughs> that team is. Like, I did. Bro, Poch. They're just going to Poch better points, win, like, you know? You I mean, need to win everything, bro. You need to win everything. Like, put you need to with everything, bruv. You need to win everything. If everything
1: you, you
0: enter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything you enter, you have to. You have to. If you don't. If you don't. Uh, if they fail to win Champions League this season, they'll sack him 100%. Bruv, I think they'll sack him before because th- th- that means,
1: well, they would have had to retain their league or win their league because they beat them. they even beat them in the charity shield
0: equivalent. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's looking a bit peak right now, bruv. So if he doesn't, if he doesn't do a clean sweep, bro. Yeah. for have Gary you seen money Heist? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you've seen? Have you seen the memes? No,
1: no, no. They've got like the professor speaking to the class, and it's like,
0: um, okay,
1: <laughs> we've signed, we've signed Messi. We've got Neymar. We've got Mbappé. We've Di uh, Maria. So how do we stop them winning the league? And then he's got his hand pointing forward through the class, saying. And then we hire
0: Pochettino. Yeah, bruv. <laughs> Indeed, man. Look, Poch. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he needs to do the damn thing, bruv. If he doesn't do it, everybody go home, bruv. Everybody go home, it's finished. Yeah. yeah. It's finished. All right,
1: let's let's do some predictions for the season, some rapid fire predictions for the forthcoming ah. season. Right. Cool. I want you to give me oh, gosh, this cane thing's lingering. Um top goal scorer. Son. No caveats, top goal scorer. Sonny. The future. Sonny. Sonny. It's either going to be Son or Kane, isn't it? Um, I'm going to go Kane, he's staying. Uh, just to be different, player of the season. Player season will be There You're going with your man Hojbjerg again. Okay, so player of the season is going to be, for me, I didn't even think about this, Back-to-back player of the Seasons. Oh, no, Oliver skipped. Too, too risky, too risky, too risky. Romero. Big money, okay. big sign signing, big things. Game changer. All,
0: right. All right, cool.
1: Young player of the season, and what is the age cut off here? Can we do 23 and under? 23 and under.
0: Yeah. 23 and under, um, and I'm going to say... It's got to be skipped. At the end of right? the season. It has to be skipped. It to be
1: skipped. And I'm going to go for Brian. Really? I'm mm, going to go for Brian. All, right. no, All right, Expecting we'll big things. Where will Tottenham, Tottenham, remember from the first episode, Tottenham was your <laughs> dealer's start. Where will the Spurs finish this season? Spurs will finish fifth. Fifth. That would yeah. represent a decent season.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm going to go Nuno
0: seven. He likes seven. Damn, shocking, mate. Fifth, fifth with a with a, a quarter final appearance in at least one cup. At least one cup. We gotta win the bloody conference league. <laughs> We're not winning that, bro. <laughs> We're not
1: winning bro, that, geez. If we don't win the conference league, I know Roma's in there, right? But as I know, Italy is strong. Italian football stronger than it has been. But let's just say we keep Kane, and Kane obviously lo- loves the final. We roll him out for the final if we get there. Like if we don't win the conference league, then we better just stop playing football. Like, honestly. Bro, do you know what will happen? We'll we'll, be, we'll meet Mourinho in the final and then he'll win. I, I know. I know that. Yeah, the Mourinho effect. Yeah, he'll laugh at us because he will play the strongest side and he will play from the day one. But I don't know, man. That would just be... That would be horrible. Um Okay, cool. So which player will score our goal of the season and I'll ask this question because we've already got a Puskas award won by Human Song from two seasons ago Lamella the departed Lamella could be winning this year's Puskas award so our goal of the season are always worldies so which player will score the goal of the season that will win the next Puskas
0: award I'm going to say regular. Regular hasn't even scored for us. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what's gonna be <laughs> so special. Jason Candy efforts don't count. Clearing
1: the ball from the halfway line and it looping in doesn't count. A, Own goals don't count.
0: You to, you asked me who that's who I think is gonna be. Yeah? That's okay. it. Yeah, yeah. No regrets. Can you just repeat that for the
1: listeners? Just so I'm gonna tweet this now. I think going to score a goal of the season Okay Woldy well, Great um, Lightning doesn't strike Tice Unless you're Usain Bolt I'm um, going to go with Brian again I'm going with Brian going to have a big season, big impact Really? goal of the season? Yeah Nah, come on man Nah yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, and we're talking all Premier right. League goal, we're talking Premier League goals only here, yeah? I nah, didn't say that, bruv. You didn't specify that, you just said goal of season, bruv. And okay, goal of season any competition then, yeah, Brian. It could be in the conference league.
0: Yeah, it could be. Yeah,
1: alright, fine. Cool. I think I will more that. chance than yours doing your regular, although he will play more,
0: potentially. Yeah, exactly. You can't score if you're not playing. But Listen, we'll see how that all pans out. Um, hopefully more of my predictions come true than yours because yours aren't that uh, positive. So, um, a world. yeah. Um, no, nah, you know, fifth place finish isn't, isn't that crazy. I guess, yeah. Well, that's more positive than my
1: seventh, yeah. But uh, but we will win a title. That was in my prediction. Even though you didn't ask.
0: Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's mad. Um, yeah, well, anyway, uh, that concludes our, our session for today. Uh, Andrew always a pleasure always a pleasure partner. Um, guys remember you can follow us on Shelf Pod at Twitter um, tell us what you like what you don't like give us feedback we'd love to hear from you guys love the engagement join the debates etc 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 if you are listening on Apple Podcasts please leave a 5 star review because we only give you 5 star content so you know it makes sense you know it makes sense we have a manager we signed Romero Kane still might leave but we support Ton Hotspur, not Harry Kane FC. So until then, smile guys, because the sun always shines on the shelf side. Lero, would you please run the outro?